The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and golf and whatever else comes up. Hey, let's do this. It's a What Are the Odds Wednesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow. Live from Wildcat Golf Club for the 2021 Occasional Invitational. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybold, the Voldemort, back in studio, Nick Sharara, keeping us on air out here at Wildcat Golf Club as uh, we have the occasional invitational going on, which all of us played in today and had a blast. And it is a Wednesday, so when you call, text, tweet, Walk up to us drunk at Wildcat. Uh, put odds on it. What are the odds? It's going to be a fun show, Hoffman. I, it sounds like you're having fun already, man. Oh, man, I had a blast today. Yeah. It was great. Um, how'd, you, how'd you swing them? I was getting it together at the end, but I putted like a champ all day. Okay. So I contributed to our team. I think we were 11 under when I left, uh, which is not bad. Not that, great. That's really good. That's better than my team did. Uh, my team, um, half of our team was playing golf for the first time ever today. Okay, so who was your team? Uh, the guys from Apollo Men's Health. Oh, okay. So Dr. O was on my team. Uh, it, was, it was tough. Um, He's a doctor and you can't play? Yeah, no, can't play. Basketball player. Uh, and he swings his golf clubs like a basketball player. But... Uh, I had Dr. Intern on my team. Okay, so you... Dude, Dr. Intern, he can whack a golf ball now. Uh, Dr. Intern hits the golf ball further than I do, and he's like half my size. Yeah, we had one guy on our team, uh, Michael McKee, who was hitting at 390 every time. I mean, into the wind. And he was just crushing the ball. And as long as he kept it in the fairway, it, it was easy. So... Probably greater than Will Doctor, although I think if they played heads up, Will Doctor would beat him. Will you, Doctor's good everywhere, yeah, man. His short game is good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean he's, he's a really just solid player. Uh, but when it comes to having somebody who can hit the ball a ton in a scramble, that's worth having. Yeah. So, uh, but we had a blast. I played with Mike and Angel uh, you know, from, Tw- from Twitch. You guys know them. And uh, they were fantastic. And Mike is like 6'7". So he doesn't hit it all the time, but when he does, he does. that's what I was doing. Today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm guessing he's got a little Hoffman in his game, but uh, but we had we had a blast. We uh, and we we played pretty well. I mean, not enough to be with the guys who are going to cheat and put up 54s up, but I don't think we embarrassed ourselves because we were joking about being last and winning something for that when we started, and then yeah, once we got into it, it was like. Pretty much birdie every hole, a couple of pars, and then some eagles, and everything was great. And uh, all I know is that, you know, while I didn't contribute a lot hitting the ball, I was the putting star. Okay. So, 
which, which you know what? I've always been pretty good at putting, uh, but I haven't played in two years, so who knew? I didn't know how it was going to work out. But yeah, I drained a bunch of putts, man. It's like, and and when the the ones I missed, it's like I had the line, and it was like, okay, this is what you need to do when you go, and so they'd make the putt. So anyway, but it was fun, man. This has been a great day. Uh, we're raising money for kids' meals, which is the best thing. Uh, ran into a bunch of cool people, and just had a blast. So, all good. Yep, had a good time out there. Good people out here. So it's a, and the course is great. Uh, oh, this this course is the amazing. weather's nice. I mean, it's just well, it's the, the weather's nice except for the forty it's mile an hour winds. It's windy. <laughs> it is windy, but it's not hot, and it's not. Last time we were out here, it was freezing cold. So I, I'll take this, man. Yeah, I mean, other than the wind, which I really didn't need that. Uh, is part of my life, considering how long it's been since I played. Uh, didn't need wind, but especially some of those holes that we were playing into the wind. My God, I mean, it, that were, there were just there were holes where it's like there's no way I can hit the ball over the crap. I just can't do it at, at my age, uh, even if I stripe it. So that was frustrating. But on the whole, dude, when you had the wind at your back, kind of felt like a superstar. Yeah. So yeah, I could play on tour for a hole. Yeah, after after playing today, uh, I've I've given it a lot of consideration. I've talked with my family, uh, and I th- I've co- talked to my coaches and my family. And I think I'm going to announce now on our show I'm going to retain my amateur status. I'm not going to join the tour right now. Uh, I'm going to maintain that being an amateur is what's right for me right now. That may change down the road, but right now I'm asking everyone, please, please, please respect my decision. Respect my decision. I, I respect your decision. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I expected to struggle today, and I did. But once I started kind of getting it together, I, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I can still do this. But I'm not ready to go to the... I'm going to start playing four days a week again. Thing. Okay, that's good. Yeah, which means I'm not going to go spend five grand on real clubs. But I, I had fun, and I think I'm going to play a couple more scrambles and maybe come out here and play Wildcat a couple times and then kind of make a decision on whether I'm going to get back into it. Okay. Because uh, as frustrating as it was to not hit the ball as well as I wanted to, at least for the first kind of half of the day. Then I started kind of getting in the zone. But knowing you can make a putt from anywhere is kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And that that was – I've always kind of had that in my, in my game. And not having played in so long, I was like, okay, this – who knows. But then I just started making putts. And I'm like, okay, at least I can do this. So I'm a good scramble player for that. Yeah, I don't know that I uh, contributed a whole lot to my team, uh, especially once Dr. Intern was there. Um, there was a guy named Michael playing that was pretty good, and then when Dr. Intern got there, his shot was always better than mine. So, um, you know, I, I just had fun. Yeah, well, I did too. But that, and I that wasn't was, there to contribute. And that was the thing. If either of the mics hit their drive, then there was no point in me swinging a club because I can't hit it that far. I can't hit it that straight. And I'm not going to put it where they put it. The other advantage we kind of had is, you know, Angel can hit the ball pretty well. And if you have a woman who can drive the ball from those front tees, it's a huge advantage. So, like, even if our guys 
our big guys didn't crush the ball, she didn't have to hit it that far for us to be in a good, in a good spot. So Yeah. Uh, so, no, it was a good team. It was fun. I kind of wish we'd finished. I think next time I'm just going to, you know, go ahead and just stay and play and not not do the show. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that now. All right. Just because it, it was a lot of fun, and I, I wish I could have finished because we were playing well. But um, not well enough to win, but we're not, our score is not going to embarrass us. And, and that's what I was worried about. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, and like, what sucked is early on. I mean, I, I was topping the ball. I couldn't hit it anywhere. And, of course, everybody who listens to the show was driving around. Oh, nice nice shot, Falcon. Like, yeah, where were you when I freaking drained the putt from 30 feet? Just saying. <laughs> but, anyway, no, but this is such a good event, and we had a blast, and we're good. So, 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. I did get mad enough to call myself a an Aussie word a few times. Okay. I said at least five or six times, F this ball or F golf or I, – Mother, I, I, you know, I, there was a lot of profanity for me. It wasn't as bad as it used to be, but there was enough for me. I mean, especially there were a couple times where I just topped my drive, and I'm like, you bleeping bleep, you know. What the hell is wrong with you? But, yeah. Okay, 713-780-ESPN. You guys can get us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Let's have some fun today. And, um... I'm getting a lot of emails, uh, and I will. I promise I will respond to all of them. If you want the Derby package, uh, just email me. It's actually Derby and Preakness, um, and I'll send it to you this weekend. But I, I admit I'm behind because we played golf all day, and I looked at my email, and there were like 250 emails. So I'm a little bit behind, but I promise you I will get back to you tonight. All right. Let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN Alright guys, there is a new poker house in town, Stars Poker Club, live games going on now. Here's the deal, Stars Poker Club up on Veterans Memorial, just north of the Beltway, and they've got No Limit Hold'em going, they've got Omaha going, and it's a great atmosphere, it's like playing with a bunch of your buddies, there's no door fees, which is a big deal, your buddies don't charge you door fees, why should this place charge you door fees? Uh, The GM, Bobby, and his staff... They're knowledgeable. They're passionate about poker. And if you tell Bobby that I sent you, free $25 on your first $100 buy-in. Guys, go up there. Check it out. If it's close to you, you're going to love it. If it's not close to you, go up there. Check it out. And when when they've got big events, make sure you get up there. Visit the website at starspokerclubs.com or give them a call, 281-272-6209. Once again, no limit hold'em, Omaha, free food and beverages, great staff, and no door fees. And you tell them I sent you, you get that free $25 on your first $100 buy-in. 281-272-6209 
for Stars Poker Club. You are listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club for the 2021 Occasional Invitational. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Bauer and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz, live at Wildcat. Hey, listen up, Blitzers. This Friday, we're changing things up. Wake up with Fred, AJ, and Aaron, assuming we make it there on time, on ESPN 97.5 from 7 to 11 a.m. this Friday only, and get your weekend started on the right foot. We'll talk the NFL draft, Astros weekend series versus Rays, and plenty of other sports and stuff. I'm going to say the draft will probably take up more of that show. Yeah, I'm guessing it will be very, very draft-heavy. Yeah. Uh, so Although we only have one round to talk about on Friday. Yeah, but so. we also have 32 picks to talk about. That's true. And uh, I you know, I think we'll dive into that a little bit. Some uh, things that have happened. Teddy Bridgewater, off to the Broncos. Yes. Your thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I still think that they don't believe that that is their long-term answer. But I think it, it buys them some time. You know, I, I, he's better than Drew Locke. He's an upgrade from Drew Locke. But yes. it, it, I think we've seen now if if Teddy Bridgewater's your starting quarterback, you're not good enough at quarterback. I mean, to me, they're a seven and nine, eight and eight team, talent wise, with an average quarterback. So they need him to be a little above average. I don't know if he's that. I think he's average. So they're probably going to be about where they were. But I mean, it is better than Drew Locke. It doesn't make them. A contender? I think it makes him better, though. I mean, yeah. I, I think he's better than Drew Locke. I, he's certainly better maybe, than Drew Maybe Locke. it's a game better. But he's not, he's not good enough. We agree on that, right? Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, it's one of those moves where, okay, it's, I guess it's an upgrade, right? It's an upgrade. I just don't know how much of an upgrade. It's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick taking over. Yeah, right. I mean, you know you're better, but how much better are you? But, I mean, they had to do something. I, I kind of I kind of don't know if this is the right move for them. But, I mean, at least it's better. I, I just kind of wish they'd go for an upside guy. See the Patriots tried to trade up to number four to get Justin Fields? I did not see that. Did not have enough... Uh, Assets, but that is not the Patriot way normally. But any nothing they've done in this offseason has been the Patriot. Why way. go to four? I mean, unless I guess unless you feel somebody's going to jump up and beat your offer but and who get would? it from the Falcons. I mean, why would you jump in front of the Bengals who you know aren't taking a quarterback? Unless you think somebody's going to trade to five, and, and the Bengals could trade down. Thank you, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's going to be some moves here. It's just some of them are weird. It's like, when did we get to where we overpay for quarterbacks to this extent? I mean, because what the 49ers did was unprecedented, really, to move up to three. Yeah. So now they've set the market. It's just like the Texans setting the market with what you have to pay a left tackle now, which is why Stanley got so much money. All these guys go, oh, thank you. Be playing this when I get home. But yeah, it, it is uh, it, it is changed, and you pay a premium if you're trading up to get a quarterback. Um, 
I wonder what the offer was. Uh, I, it, that I mean, listen, the Patriots don't have a, a a great pick this year. It's not bad though for them. Do you think they offered similar to what the Falcons paid, or I mean, what the uh, the Niners paid? If they did, don't the Falcons take that? I think you have to. Yeah. So my guess is they didn't offer a third first round pick. It was it's probably two, maybe a second. Yeah. Which, you know, the Falcons, they are in a position where they've got options. And one of the things that this does is if you say, well, we shut them down, it lets people know if you want this pick, you've got to come get it, baby. And maybe it turns some teams off, but uh, maybe it also lets people know that, well, if, if we're going to come for it, we've got to come right. And the Falcons are listening, but we just got to give them a serious offer. Yeah, and if you're the Falcons, that pick is very valuable. I mean, and we've talked about it all along. We we know the first three are going to be quarterbacks. So you're sitting in a position where you can either draft Kyle Pitts or you can get a bunch of picks for it. I mean, that's the best place to be, right, is where yeah. the Falcons are? I mean, other than having one. I mean, but only one team has that. So let's throw the – Jaguars out of it, I wouldn't mind being the Falcons and having that that pick and people calling me trying to get a quarterback because I I, I do think you're going to see some panic now because all these guys are gone, right? I don't know that. Well, I, I mean, you you know that the first three picks are quarterbacks, so if you want a quarterback, but also, I mean, if you trade up to four. You're basically saying if you're trading up for for Justin Fields, you basically are saying we know the 49ers aren't taking Justin Fields. Right. Uh, and we want Justin Fields. Or you're saying we're, or okay, we're, o- or we're okay with one of two different quarterbacks, Justin Fields or this player. Trey Lance slash Mac Jones. Yeah, whichever one is left. But you're still going to have to trade a ridiculous amount, right? Yeah, I would guess so. Um, but I, I find it interesting because I keep hearing the Patriots, and ordinarily I would dismiss that, but considering what they've done in the off season, I mean, they're playing win-now football, right? Yeah. It, 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 at least it seems that way. So I don't know, man. I think it's... I'm not sold on Justin Fields, and we've talked about this a lot. Other than Trevor Lawrence, I don't know that any of these guys are top five picks. Doesn't mean they won't be good quarterbacks. But as much as I like Zach Wilson, to me, Zach Wilson is a mid to late first rounder. But we know the value of quarterbacks is higher than that. So if he's a mid to late first rounder, you're going to have to have two or three to get him. Yeah. And if Justin Fields, same thing, you're going to have to have a top four pick. And I honestly think if you're a team in the top five that has a quarterback, shouldn't you trade down every year? Like if I'm the Bengals, let's say the Falcons won't make that trade because they want Kyle Pitts. If I'm the Bengals, I'm trading down. But the problem is if a team that trades up with the Bengals, now you're in a position where, well, somebody may offer the moon to the Falcons, and now we've traded up and we still don't get the player that we want. That's tough. Now, I think that the Bengals should have their phone on. Uh, they should have their ringer on uh, tomorrow night on draft night. Yeah. And if the Falcons go ahead and take Kyle Pitts, you say, hey, 
this pick's available right now. Go get it. If you want it, you can get it right now. Right. Because now the quarterbacks are still here. Uh, but if somebody jumps up and takes that pick from Atlanta and takes a quarterback, you know, it makes that pick a little less valuable. Yeah, but, I mean, I find it intriguing that these teams are trading up for quarterbacks that, let's, let's be honest, let, let's say quarterbacks go top four and there's a trade. And it's what are the odds Wednesday. How many of those succeed? How many of those become quarterbacks you can count on out of the four? I mean, if I, I, if I set what, the over, I think. if I set the over under at one and a half, I mean, I, I think that I'm guessing there'll be a second one who's a serviceable NFL quarterback. Well, there'll be one of them that's better than we think. What What are we marking? What's our line where we say, okay, if he's Dak this, Prescott, if he's Dak, Dak Prescott, he's a success. Dak, Dak is my line of demarcation. So, do we think somebody besides Trevor Lawrence will be as good as Dak Prescott? Yeah, that's the question. I'll go yes. I would say one though. It wouldn't be more than uh, that. No, I, yeah, I think it'll end up being two. Oh, you think two of them will be better? Well, I know Lawrence is going to be better than Dak. No, no, we're not counting Trevor. We're, we're saying. Oh, okay. I'm, to I'm go saying, over. I'm saying one beyond him. I thought you said one and a half. Like, I did. So Trevor's so, the one. Yeah. And then I think there's one more. Okay, but not two more. No. Okay. That, that's kind of where I am. And whether it's Zach Wilson, whether it's, you know, Trey, Trey Lance is the interesting one to me because he could be great. We don't know. That, that's the problem. I mean, and, and that's the beauty of it, too. I mean, this is why the draft is so much fun, is you don't know what these guys are going to be. Like when the Bills took Josh Allen, if you looked at his college career, you're like, are you sure about this? Now, granted, he played for a crap team, had no one to throw to, and had all the physical skills. But when you looked at that, like I liked, I liked what he could do physically. I just... Also looked at what he actually accomplished on yeah. the field, and I'm kind of like, eh. But could you see see him becoming what he became last year? I didn't think he would be an MVP caliber player. No. I mean, what, where did you? What did you think his upside would be, comp wise? Uh, Deshaunish. Okay. Well, that's still pretty good. I thought he'd be a top five to ten quarterback in the league. Okay. And. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty high praise. It is, but it's not MVP level. Yeah, no, but, I mean, if you're a top five quarterback in the league, you can have an MVP season. Well, I said five to ten. So, okay, yeah, five I mean, to ten. Yeah, I, I, I meant like not. All right, so let's say top ten. Not in the elite area, but I think Josh Allen is now, he's now in the elite grouping. I, I think he is. At least he was last year. Yeah, if, what, if, and, he, and he was close to it the year before. Well, but what concerns me is how many guys have we seen have a year where they're in that elite level? Derek Carr being one of them, Carson yep. Wentz being one of them, Jared never, Goff, Jared Goff, never do it again. Now I think Josh Allen has more staying power than them, but I'm not sure of that. I'm not either. I, and the other thing I like is I, I think Josh Allen's got a coach that fits him. That's part of it, but I mean that's that's everybody, right? Yeah. I mean we always talk about being in the right situation, so so much of that is, goes into a guy being successful. Okay. I got to tell you guys about Andy the Destroyer Ruiz and Chris the Nightmare Areola. 
Uh, Saturday, May 1st, that's this Saturday, May 1st, live on pay-per-view, uh, Premier Boxing Champions presents, uh, the, fir- the, this is going to be a battle of two great Mexican heavyweights, Andy Ruiz, who, uh, scored a big upset over Anthony Joshua in June of 2019, taking on Chris Ariola, who's an all-action fan favorite. This is an all-Mexican boxing extravaganza, three pay-per-view undercard matchups that feature exciting all-action coin flip fights. It's going to be a fantastic night, uh, including uh, Omar Figueroa, who's a former world champion, and the unbeaten super welterweight prospect, Sebastian Fundora. Pay-per-view starts at 8 o'clock, priced at $49.99. See two of the greatest Mexican heavyweights in boxing history square off in the main event. Fox Sports PBC, Ruiz versus Areola. Buy the pay-per-view now, foxsports.com slash PPV. You can watch it on any screen. That's this Saturday, May 1st, only on pay-per-view. I wanna, wanna die. Give me a online. AP, Big Rocks. In the hood with the realest. ESPN 97.5. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club for the 2021 Occasional Invitational. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Bauer and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Special thanks to SiteJab, Texas Custom Patios, Apollo Men's Health, that's who you played with, uh, Clients ran into a... Uh, Michael on his hole got the chance to talk to him. They're giving out shots on that hole. Um, yeah, I heard. Yeah, and uh, if, if you take a shot, you get a you get a drop close to the hole. Well, and you know what's cool is if you hit a ball on the green after you took a shot, you got a sleeve of. Yeah, did you do it? I did the shot and I hit the green. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did not hit the green by like that much. I mean, oh, barely. Nice. It was on the back of the green, but and like when I got there, I'm like, oh, I didn't get it, but I got to the ball and there was my little sleeve of balls Good for you. So, uh, but then you got the putt from like seven feet, which of course I drilled. So, um, but But whoever did the, uh, the long drive contest, I'm calling BS on where that flag was when I got there. Um, you know, back left corner of the green, uh, our guy almost did it. The wind was blowing left to right. Not when we, not when we played it. It It, was blowing hard left to right. It was dead at our backs. And our guy actually, uh, he flew the green, but it went uh, in the water. Okay. So he hit it past that. Well, Dr. Intern hit it down to the road. <laughs> so he went way too far. Oh, yeah, I could see that, yeah. But his was, and he said it had to be on the fairway or on the green for it to count. But, uh, but his was long, but it also got the benefit of a good roll down that hill. Dude, I want to play with Intern. I mean, he's good, it man. sounds like he's just got the perfect all-around game. Yeah, he's very good. But 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. So, hey, how about the big loss last night? Your Rockets did They did their did job. It. They did. They did it. They did their job, man. They came in and they said, you know what, Bubba? In the, in the, when the lights are the brightest, the moments are the biggest, we're going to come up the lamest, and they sure did. The third quarter, they gave us a scare. Oh, yeah. They the Rockets said, you know what, man? We're not out of this thing. Let's get back in. Uh, and, I was, and then I said, why? 
why do that? And uh, in the fourth Kelly quarter, Kelly Olynyk get a hamstring injury. I mean, come on, he is he is being a little too good, better than I thought he'd be. So they they may need to sit him down for the rest of the year. Uh, but yeah, they they, uh, they started to do some things right, so they pulled back in the fourth, let the game come to them, and the Timberwolves got the win. Yeah, and now you're looking at a four game lead on the Timberwolves. Uh, they should be feeling really and good. And the Wolves are going to win more games. They're playing well. They might. Yeah, the, the Rockets, that, that was their last chance, I think, at a real win. Uh, the, the rest of their schedule looks like... That's what it looks like. It looks... So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm very happy that they were able to pull off the loss. Just hearing Porter Jr. got fined 50 k for violating health and safety protocols. Oh. Well, that's not good. Well, I mean, it is good, I, I guess. No, I mean, don't violate the yeah, protocols. Yeah, don't do it. So, uh, it, it was interesting today. I kind of feel like everybody here doesn't really, I mean, they're past the COVID. Yeah. I was getting a lot of handshakes and stuff. Like, I Listen, I'm vaccinated. I don't care. But, um, but yeah, getting back to the Rockets, so they're obviously going to have the worst record, but that still doesn't guarantee them a great pick. No. Because I, I, I was looking at the odds. Well, it doesn't even guarantee them uh, a top four pick. No. I mean, now, looking at the odds, it's like 70% that they get a top four pick. I thought it was 50%. No, it's a little more than that because it's like 42% for the fourth pick. And then I, um, I'll have to go find the numbers again because I was looking at them this morning. But – if you – that still doesn't guarantee you anything. That's still a 30% chance that you don't even have a pick. Yeah. Right? Because you're going to have to give it to Oklahoma City. Yep. That's not good. And doesn't that make this whole year where they're doing everything you're asking them to do, doesn't it make it meaningless? Yes, it does. But they're doing all they're doing is their best. All right. All you can do is is go out there and lose as many games as you can uh, on the court. That's what you can. Right. Do. And I, if I'm not mistaken, now, like as long as you finish with a bottom three record, you have the same exact chance of the of the lottery. Uh, yeah. You don't. Yeah. Get, they are, the one, two, and three have the exact same chance. Yeah. So even if the Rockets have they lose five more games than the Timberwolves, they don't have a better chance than them. No. You just have to be in that bottom three. Yeah. So uh, I mean. If if the lottery doesn't go their way, it doesn't go their way. Here's what I'll say: If the lottery is rigged, uh, as many have thought it would be in the past, it, it'd probably be in the best interest of the of the league to make sure they rig it towards the Rockets, because you let's just, face it, the, the Rockets have a huge. Uh, I, well, I, I say they have a huge following in China. I don't know if uh, Daryl Morey ran them uh, all off. Well, or not. maybe maybe getting rid of Morey fixed that, but uh, I don't know. But the like, no one cares about the Timberwolves. No one cares about the Magic. No one cares about the Pistons. Like, these are all franchises that are they're ghost franchises. They, yeah. they, I mean, if they didn't exist tomorrow, no one would notice. The, the Rockets, like, having a, a star would be better for the league in Houston than Orlando or Minnesota, yeah, certainly. I kind of feel like I'm kind of coming around that if they got your Gonzaga guy, that would be a huge step because I think he has that star potential. I think so. I mean, he too. doesn't have James Harden potential or no. Steph Curry or that. But uh, but I, he's I, certainly got. Um, let's say mm, Victor Oladipo before he was hurt, kind of potential. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't know. Uh, 
I, and here's the crazy thing. I don't know if the Rockets even take Suggs if they get the first pick. And I most, hope most, they do. Most people think that Cade Cunningham is the, is the first pick in the draft. I've, I've just said I would take Suggs over well, Cunningham. And, and you know what? The more I listen to you say that and go back and watch those guys, I like Cunningham a lot. I think Suggs is a guy, and I, I, like I said, I've compared him to Brandon Roy. I think he could be a franchise changer faster than Cunningham in that he can be a guy that can carry your team. I think Cunningham will be really good. I don't know if he's that. And I could be wrong. I think, guy, I think some expert. guys have an it factor, and I feel like yes. Jalen Suggs has an it factor that Cade Cunningham just doesn't. And it could just be because and, – and I kind of feel like if you give Suggs a ball with 30 seconds left, down three, kind of like his chances of tying the game. Well, I mean, we saw him hit a shot that won a game. Yeah, you know, or down two, I feel like he's going he's gonna to make the shot. Yeah. That's the guy I want with the ball. I don't know if I feel that way about Cunningham. I feel like Cunningham will be really good for 45 minutes. I don't know if I want him with the ball with the game on the line. And maybe that's only because watching those t- – and, and Suggs had a better team around him. Sure. But, I mean, it's not like Oklahoma State sucked. And there were a lot of times where I wanted to see him elevate them. It didn't happen. And I think Suggs impressed me the most against Baylor, of all things, when everybody else on the team sucked. Yeah. They were useless. And he was the one guy that was out there battling with them. And I'm kind of like, he never quit. He kept fighting. I'm like, that's the kind of guy I want on my team. Yeah, bad nights for uh, for Kispert certainly was a bad night. And they, they couldn't get anything with Timmy down low. It was, it, it was Jalen Suggs tried to keep him. I mean, obviously ended up not being a close game, but uh, no fault of Jalen Suggs. But either way, as long as they have one of these top picks, I mean, I'm not going to – if they end up with the third pick and they get Cade Cunningham, I'm not going to be upset or, or they right. the second pick. Uh, I wonder about Evan Mobley. I like Evan Mobley. Man, I, I'm not the kind of guy who wants to go spinning top three picks on a big. Yeah, I, I, I don't want him. I mean, I guess I'd take him if the other two were gone. Right, if that's your only choice. But I hope and, it- and that's also me not knowing much about Kaminga. Uh, not knowing much about the guys who who did G League instead but of how how can you right yeah I it's not I mean, like we watch G League all if time. if you watch the G League Nick, you know, do, I didn't you watch, watch the G League do no, you know I, all about these I, guys I haven't seen either I one mean, of them play a game I mean Nick basically has NBA have underwear. you watched them yeah yeah all right you haven't seen like Jonathan Kaminga you haven't seen him play okay yeah no, if Nick's not watching it nobody's watching it I, well yeah it's I thing. barely like the NBA NBA. much less the uh, the NBA G League I, I've I've got no time for that well and. Especially just the way the sports landscape is. I'm not going to watch those games right now because they're, they were going on when the tournament was going on. Right. And the tournament's always going to take precedent for me. And that, that doesn't mean those guys aren't better players than the top three we're talking about. But, um, I mean, I've really come around. I like, I like him so much. I'd love to see him on the Rockets because I think if you get him next year, then suddenly you're at least you, you can at least see success from there because Christian Wood's a good player. Yep, uh, you've actually lucked into a couple of pretty good young players that are good pieces. I mean, you're not going to get rid of John Wall. Yeah, but John Wall can still play a little. Yep. But you put a player like that in there, and then maybe your second first round pick turns out to be okay too. Well, you're still not making the playoffs next year, but at least I'm looking at something where I'm like, okay, maybe you're a couple players away, and you've got a bunch of draft picks, and, and I can get into this. I, I can respect this. So, Well, I think, you know, what 
obviously it'll it'll start the rebuild in the right direction if you can get one of those top four guys. Yeah. But either way, it gives you a player that you can get behind and cheer for. And I'm not saying that there weren't people in this town who have had that for a long time because there are a lot of James Harden fans. Yeah. I just haven't been able to cheer for the Rockets for a long time because I didn't like any of their players. I, I'm and with you. I, but I do like Christian Wood. I do too. He's, but Christian Wood, he's also not good enough to be like a no. – <laughs> I mean, he's not good enough to be the best player on your team, and that's no, he, what he is right now. But if he's the third best player on your yes. team, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. And, but if they get Jalen Suggs, uh, Jalen Suggs is already a guy that I cheer for. He's already a guy I like. I, I I'm would with be you. I, I love watching him play. So I, I could totally get behind that and, and, and see where they go from there because at least at that point, now you've got some pieces. And you know what? You're not spending a ton of money. I think they're, they'll move Eric Gordon at some point next year. Somebody will, I mean, for some reason, nobody cares about contracts. They'll just take on whatever contract. Although his yep. won't be as onerous next year. But if you go in, and John Wall you can't get rid of. So let's say you've got John Wall, you've got Suggs, you've got Wood. Um, that's, a, that's a good little starting point because eventually Wall will be gone and you can replace him or you can turn him into another asset. I think you're at least headed the right direction. Yep. And, and I like that. And, and, and I can root for those guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, a lot more draft stuff to get to. I want to talk about your Astros next. Okay. Remember, remember how everybody was giving up on your Astros? Yep. You still giving up on them? No. Well, you never did. No. You, you were pretty smart about it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN To a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Wildcat Golf Club for the 2021 Occasional Invitational. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Bauer and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz here at Wildcat, uh, presented by SightJab.com. Uh, thanks to Michelob Ultra for the beverages, lunch from Uberito. Dinner from BB's Tex Orleans, uh, none of which is keto-friendly, so I haven't been able to eat any of it, but that's okay. Uh, this benefits uh, kids' meals, and just FYI, if you buy my Derby and Preakness packages, I'm going to take that money, bet it on the uh, Derby card, and anything I make off of that, we're donating to kids' meals. There you go. Just, you know, trying to have a little fun, and... I feel really good about the undercard. The Derby, eh, not so much. The horse I really like drew the rail, and uh, you can't win from the rail. So, uh, But I do have two long shots I'm going to play, and I'll give you guys the long shots for free, but if you want my plays on the whole undercard, the Derby itself, 
then it's only 20 bucks. Way cheaper than what you had to pay in the past. And hopefully we'll have a Sports Map Elite up for the, the Belmont, which is my best of the Triple Crown races. Yeah. And uh, so the plan is to launch June 1st. We're really, really close. Uh, I did have a meeting this morning. Uh, we have one thing we're waiting on before we can soft launch the site, which we will let everybody look at for free for a couple weeks. But we're really, really close. So June 1st is the tentative launch date. So a couple things. People asking me, how were the new clubs? They sucked. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what I think I'm going to do is have my in-laws ship me my clubs back, and I'm going to ship these up to Canada. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, and that way I have my good clubs uh, because... You know, but that's more investment, mind you. Yeah, it's well, not cheap to ship them up there. Nah, it's, it's not going to be that much. I mean, it's probably fifty bucks to ship them to Canada. And well, you should probably just ship them back, and then next time you go up, take your other clubs right. with you. That's probably what I'll do. And the other thing is, people asking, "Well, were you, you guys sound like you've been drinking." Well, of course, it's a golf tournament. Had a few drinks. I had. Um all I've had is two ranch waters, and then I had a, a Michelob Ultra seltzer. I had three vodka waters. And, and then I, I'm, on a, I'm on a Crawford Bach now. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I did have a shot, a shot of Jack. Yeah, I did the shot so that I could get the sleeve of balls. Yeah, I did that shot, too. Yeah. But I've, I've, I'm not, I don't even feel buzzed, to be honest. I feel tired. So if I sound like I'm drinking, then I apologize. But I, I mean, well, I'm not I, am dr- I am drinking, but I, I don't feel like I sound drunk. No, about you, that. you don't. Uh, I mean, if anything, I'm really tired because I've been up since five. Oh my god, I had the worst experience this morning. Um, you know, the dogs get me up at five. I take them both out. So about eight thirty, they want to go out again. So I take them both for individual walks. So I take the little one out she's fine i take derby out and i get to the corner of my block and these birds are going nuts like these blue jays Mm -hmm. and i look down and there's like a baby blue jay that apparently they threw out of the nest and it couldn't fly and i'm like okay i need to get derby away from this thing because she'll grab it and eat it and so we're starting to cross the street we're a good 10 feet away Damn Blue Jay dive bombs me and hits me in the back of the head. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know what? I'm not mad because she's protecting her her little birdie. But then she made a, a tactical mistake. Her first tactical mistake was throwing the bird out of the nest because obviously it wasn't ready. Well, you got to teach it somehow. The second tactical mistake was she attacked Derby, who may be old. She's 13 years old now. Um uh, but, and she moves really slow, except when she's motivated. And this knucklehead Blue Jay basically die bombs Derby, hits her in the butt, and Derby, who, I mean, sweet dog, moves so fast, she just turns around and chomp. I and mean, she got it. She got the bird oh. in, in like half a second, right? That'll do it. Feathers going everywhere. I felt terrible because now not only can this thing not fly, it's orphaned. On the other hand, hey, bird, what the hell were you doing? Attacking Derby. You know, she didn't do it. We were halfway across the street. She didn't do anything. And so I was kind of proud of Derby for defending herself. 
And for those of you who are worried about the bird, I'll tell you this, it was very quick. <laughs> well, that's good. Because <laughs> once she got that thing in her jaws. It's a circle of life, It was man. over, man. It's a circle of life. But, I mean, it was like, what the hell? And, you know, because I'm, I mean, I'm like, okay, I get what's going on. I'm trying to get away. And I did. And we were 30 feet away from the damn baby bird. And she goes after Derby. And the hard part was trying to get pry that thing from Derby's jaws. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, no, this is my toy. I got this. And, yeah, so that's how my day started. It was the death of a Blue Jay. That happens. I, I, it's hard for me to feel bad, though, because I get her being bird protective. It. She did start it. First she hit me in the back of the head. And then she goes after I mean, that part's dog. funny, though. It was funny. And see, I was okay with that. But, you know, when, when she goes after the dog, the funny part about that is, is that Derby's just like, you know, she moves so slow. Because, you know, you know how it is when your dogs get to be yeah. 13. And, like, the whole walk is slow and everything. But that bird hits her on the butt. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, she's five again i mean it's just like she spun around so fast and just snatched that thing and part of me was so proud it's like damn that was pretty awesome the other part of me is like damn now we've orphaned a bird i feel terrible that happens yeah like i said circle of life it is but yeah that's how my day started and you know that it it was just but it was so weird man because i i get hit in the back of the head and i'm like what the hell is that and i see the bird kind of scoot off after that i'm like Dude, I'm nowhere near your damn little baby bird. I just happened to walk around the corner because my dog needed a poop. And you're going to attack me? I mean, it's a bird. I don't think it knows much better. Well, I don't think birds are known for being super smart. It's also a blue jay. I kind of thought we were on the same team. That's true. You thought it was Canadian, too? Yeah, I thought it was Canadian, too. I thought we were going to be cool. But, yeah, like I said, I let it go, and then all of a sudden... uh, Boy, once she attacked the dog, ugh. It, it was so funny. We, uh, we did not pay off on our Astros talk tease. Oh, yeah. Well, we got time. So we'll, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. I've, a couple of uh, quick notes on baseball. Uh, Jacob deGrom has 50 strikeouts through four starts this year. He's going for one of those. Better than Shane Bieber? Yeah, he's if, oh, wow. if he if he strikes out, well, the record for most strikeouts in MLB history in the first five games of a season is fifty nine. Okay, by Nolan Ryan in nineteen seventy eight. Heard of him? He's got fifty now through four starts. So if he gets nine tonight, he ties it. Ten tonight would make him the new record holder. And um, one other baseball note that involves the American League West, in fact. Uh, Mariners' James Paxton, who was at one point one of the best pitchers in baseball, went to the Yankees. Yeah, they had, they had a lot of guys go to the Yankees. It doesn't work out. Had struggles with health and just wasn't very good. Goes back to the Mariners, and now he's got he's going to have Tommy John surgery. So I feel bad for him because yeah, he's, he's a good player. When he's just, on, he's super fun to watch. Yeah, but just, he's the just, Yankees was a bad move for him, as it is for a lot of guys. Yep. Hell, Randy Johnson didn't pitch well for the Yankees. Nope. It's just it's a tough pitch, place to pitch, and and frankly, you know, um, it, it just takes the right mindset. Garrett Cole hasn't been great there. He's been okay, yeah, but he hasn't been what he was with the Astros. All right, 
We are going to take a very quick break. I want to get to the Astros when we come back. Uh, and a lot of other draft stuff. Don't go anywhere. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Wherever I go, bring me home. But I got no place to be. All my friends take good care of me. This is ESPN 97.5.